When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Remember when we were kids and we believed that anything was possible. We were going to be the first man or woman to do something really big or maybe change the world in some sort of humanitarian effort or simply be the greatest parent we could ever imagine with the love of our life. But then... Something happened. Something blurred that vision and stopped us from living the life of greatness we know we were meant for. Well, this is the secret to living the life of greatness, and it all starts with just one question. How would you like to not only remember the best day of your life, but learn how to create the best days of your life. Would you like to do that? There's only one way that I know how to live in our best days. And for me to show you how to do that, I'm going to have to confront some long-standing beliefs that you've all had since childhood. And for many of you, this is going to be incredibly uncomfortable. I know that because when I discovered it, it was incredibly uncomfortable for me. But our objective tonight is to see where we are now and the possibility of where we could be if we were willing to challenge those long-standing beliefs. Now, it's taken me a long time to get here. I don't expect you to get here in just this one speech. This takes time. It's a journey. But what I want to ask you is, are you all basically okay with kind of not being okay for just a little bit. Does that work for everybody? Yes. Okay, great. Let's get started. I'm going to ask another question. And in this one, please don't raise your hand. I want you to remember the worst day of your life. Can you see it? Can you still hear it? Can you feel it? Did your stomach just flip? Did your brain basically go numb? Are you fidgeting? You want to get out of there? You just, you don't, you don't want to listen anymore? Did you notice how the whole room just got dark? In 2016, Gallup took a poll and found that 87.6% of the people on this planet, not the U.S., on this planet, are unhappy. I think I know why. I think it's something I like to call the worst day cycle. Now, I've had a lot of worst days in my life. And one that was very critical for me was when I was 10 years old. And I woke up in the middle of the night just to use the bathroom. Walk into the bathroom. I open up the door. I flip on the light. And there's my mom. Passed out naked on the toilet. It's the day I discovered she was an alcoholic. 
Now, because as a society, we refuse to talk about anything in regards to how to be a parent, how to have relationships, how to deal with our emotions, we are all massively under-equipped to handle a moment like that. No one taught my parents. They're not bad people. But since they didn't know, they couldn't teach me. So from there, I suffered through multiple addictions. I went through two horrific divorces. In one of those marriages, I was both physically and verbally abused. A horrific child custody battle. A bankruptcy. I played two pro sports I see now. I never wanted to play either of them. And finally... I spent three days holed up in my apartment contemplating suicide. I was trying to write my kids a note. And the easy part was describing the pain I was in. I could do that. What got me in trouble was when I went to justify the choice. You see, ever since I was a kid, I could just walk in a room and just feel what's going on in you. And so I was always fascinated. Why can I do that? But also, look at my life. I'm a train wreck. Kind of wanted to find out why. (laughs) You know, I'm struggling. So for over 30 years, I've been chasing it, going to seminars, reading books, working with counselors, trying to stop that train wreck. And so the problem came when I was writing to my kids, and I tried to justify the choice. Every single sentence I'd write, I'm like, that's manipulative, that's codependence, that's transference. The bottom line is I needed too much psychology. I could not shrink myself. But I realized something else in that moment. I shouldn't be here. I've been chasing this for 30 years, and this is normal. People are still struggling. There's something desperately wrong in the personal development psychology field. And so I went back in my office and I wrote something else down. And this time I wrote down, I want to come up with a process that nobody else has discovered that will fundamentally change society. And that became my book, Your Journey to Success. You see, over the next year, year and a half, I switched my focus. I started examining What goes on in the brain and body, the science behind trauma, addiction, all these struggles that we all have. And you know what it's like with intuition or instinct? Like, we have an instinct of why something happens, but if no one's talking about it, we're like, well, I must be wrong, right? Well, as I did the research, I was like, oh, my God, I'm right. It's right here. Why isn't anyone talking about this? Why is it all this superficial mumbo-jumbo, bubblegum, pop psychology, oh, just feel better. It's all up here. Nobody's talking about this. This is the answer. And that's when I put the process, the worst day cycle, in my book. This is a human dynamic. Every single person in this room lives their life by this cycle. Every person on this planet Nobody's immune from it. I can sit with any of you, and in less than 15 minutes, I can break down your whole life based on this cycle. Your disc profile, your Myers-Briggs, whatever it is, is just an expression of how you live out this cycle. You work on the cycle, those profiles will shift. There are four stages to the cycle. Trauma, fear, shame, and denial. Now, part of the problem is, 
Over 80% of people I talk to, trauma? What do you mean? My childhood was great. My parents were perfect. Well, let's find out. There are two questions I always ask, and to this day, no person has ever been able to get past these two questions. The first one is this. When you were a child and you felt sad, angry, lonely, or scared at anything your parents did or said in that moment, could you have a discussion with them? Get in your room. I don't want to hear it. Don't back talk. Isn't that pretty much the experience we all had? Second question. Do you have any type of secret from your parents? Anything you've done? Anything you believe? Well, we all do, don't we? That shows me you've been through massive, massive trauma. And here's why. We have two needs as a human species. The first need we have is attachment. We are the only species on this planet that if we don't physically and emotionally attach to another human being, we will die. The second need we have is our authenticity, the pursuit of our authentic power, who we are and what we are meant to be and express in this world. Well, what do those two questions show? If I were to speak my truth, if I were to have a discussion, if I were to claim my authenticity, what happened? My power was taken. I was squashed. I had to deny those thoughts and beliefs. What's the second question, show? If my parents knew who I really was, what would I lose? Attachment. That creates a massive power vacuum. We lose our inherent power, our authenticity. The second thing that happens in that, and this you're going to see, will have devastating consequences the rest of our life. For the first time in our life, we learn denial. We learn to deny the truth of our parents' perfect imperfections. We also learn to deny who we authentically are. And that creates this. I call it the scales of injustice. Because of this dynamic, every single person on this planet is in massively high denial. When we're in denial, we have no truth. We're not seeing the situation from truth. Therefore, we are not authentic because we can't even see ourselves. And that creates massively low self-esteem. We are all caught in this dynamic. Now, the overwhelming nature of this trauma sends us into the next step, fear. Now, there are three levels to fear, three things I talk about I've never heard any personal development speaker talk about. I can't get into it. I don't have time. The key I want you to recognize with fear is this. What happens when that fear response hits us in our brain and body? What immediately happens to us is our brain becomes addicted to that emotional chemical response. And so our brain seeks to repeat it. And here's why. Our brain doesn't know right from wrong. We've all had that experience. We know the right thing to do, but we can't do it, right? Because our brain goes known versus unknown. Well, what did we get known in childhood? Denial. Deny who we are. Now, because our brain will seek to repeat that power vacuum and that denial, that sends us into stage three, shame. 
This is where some of the new information is going to be really tough on you. In shame, two things happen. In that moment when we had to deny our authenticity, we all develop what's called a false persona. We become something to please our parents to get attachment. The second thing that happens, remember what we lost? Our inherent power. So how do we as a society get our power back? We learn to self-victimize ourselves as adults. And here's why. Remember as a kid, our power was taken from us. We had no choice. We were powerless. But now as an adult, when I pick that terrible relationship, when I pick that terrible job, who's in control of it? Me. I get my power back. Now I can hear you. I know. Oh, no. No, they did it to me. I didn't victimize myself. It wasn't my choice. No, don't make me believe that. Well, let me ask you something. Look at what we do as a society. What happens in a riot? We're mad at the police. We're mad at the government. And what do we do? We destroy our own neighborhood. We victimize ourselves. What about how we celebrate as a culture? When we win an event, we get a raise or a promotion, what do we all do? We go get drunk. We go get stoned. We overeat. We victimize ourselves. And that, the overwhelming truth of that, sends us into denial. Stage four. Look at what we have to admit. One, I'm not who I really think I am. And two, I am the author of my own self-destruction. Who wants to own that? No one's shown us how. And that kicks the cycle all over. We keep repeating it over and over and over. I liken the process to a 3D movie, watching one without the glasses. You ever do that? You notice how the images and colors are distorted, but you kind of know what's going on because you've seen a movie. So there's something familiar about it. Well, that's literally how all of us live our life. What we don't realize is every choice we ever make, our friends, our hobbies, our careers, our relationships, all we are ever doing is reliving our worst day cycle, screaming back at us the trauma, the fear, the shame, and the denial we haven't addressed and ultimately haven't forgiven ourselves for. But what are we missing? Why can't we see it? We don't have the glasses. Well, that's what I discovered, the glasses. So now I want to show you how I discovered it and where it showed up in my own life. Now, this is a newspaper article. From 32 years ago, that's my older brother. He had just signed a contract with the New York Islanders, and a couple years later, I was going to turn pro myself. Now, remember I said I never wanted to play pro sports. Well, you can see by the title of the article, my brother and I did what brothers do. We fought, right? We fought for power. Well, the first two paragraphs talk about how my older brother used to just beat the living hell out of me. The second paragraph is key. It says, but Kenny figured something out. He realized when his older brother would force him into the net while playing street hockey and shoot frozen tennis balls at his head, Kenny figured out if he stopped him, it would piss him off. For 30 years, this article has been screaming back at me, I don't want to be a pro goalie. 
I don't want to stand in front of a hard rubber disc going 100 miles an hour, pounding me just like my brother. All I wanted to do was get my power back from a brother who was bigger. Worst day cycle, 3D movie. The brain seeks to repeat what it knows. Now, listen. When you listen to athletes talk about their life story, listen to how the act of hitting somebody will correlate. Now, remember I said this translates into careers. Well, let's look at that. I know if you're in real estate, you either moved in an influential time, you moved a lot, or there was some type of chaos in your house. Because what's the process of buying and selling homes? Pure chaos. What about somebody who's in sales? Well, I know somebody who's in sales was told either directly or indirectly that they had no worth. Because think about it. I could sell $20 billion today, but where do I start tomorrow? Zero. No worth. What about insurance? Well, what do they do? They insure your safety. There was no safety growing up. It goes over and over, and that's why Gallup's done another poll. For decades, only 7% of the population has been truly satisfied with their job. Worst day cycle, 3D movie, the brain seeks to repeat what it knows. Now remember I said in one of my relationships I was physically and verbally abused. Well, my older brother, you can see, he was huge. He used to just hold me by my head, just pummel me. There's nothing I could do. I was completely frozen. Well, let me ask you, have you ever been hit by a woman completely frozen? 3D movie, worst day cycle, the brain seeks to repeat what it knows. <clears throat> There's one more aspect to the cycle I want to talk about. It's how it's been passed down for centuries. Parents do it. It's how we've all learned it. And to do that, I have to tell you about my grandfather. My grandfather was basically me. He taught the whole Dale Carnegie win friends and influence people. Yet, he'd beat my father. Sometimes, just not for finishing dinner. Well, then my father has a son like me who's very much like his father. Now, you have to understand something. My father adored me, like literally adored me, and your parents adore you also. But we don't teach any of this stuff. My, no one taught my dad about the worst day cycle. So my dad was stuck in pain. He didn't know what he was doing was hurtful. But what he did was hurtful. And what I mean by that is, since as a kid I could walk in a room and feel things and I always looked at the world from a psychological perspective. I reminded my father of his father. And so throughout my childhood, whenever I went to pursue my authenticity, my father would cut my legs out from under me and sabotage me. I could, even to the day he died, I could never express who I truly was with my father. And so therefore, all my life, I felt this sense of rejection. Well... 25 years ago, a little boy was born, and I went to the hospital to see him. Now, there was some confusion around the pregnancy, and 
I'd asked his mother if she'd be willing to take a paternity test, and she said, but Kenny, don't you realize? They prick his heel. I'd never let anyone hurt him like that. And so, what did I learn? What does the worst day cycle teach us? I learned denial. Plausible deniability. And what else did I learn in childhood? Rejection. And so what did I do? I denied and rejected my son. Now, I've reached out to him, and at least at this point, he doesn't want to have a relationship, and that's okay. That's why I say Freud and psychology have it all wrong. Denial is not a defense mechanism. It is the single greatest killer on this planet today, and nobody's talking about it. How? How could anyone ever say that the denial of my son was anything but an attack against both myself and him? How? And we want to call that a defense mechanism. Now, I know what it's like to be sitting in that chair, and you're going, no way. I'm not going there. I'm not facing this. This is too dark. This is too much work. And I don't victimize myself. I'm not in denial. Like, I know those sentences. I said them for years. I know that piece we just don't want to look at. So I want to show you what your life could be like if you chose to challenge those long-standing beliefs, if you chose to face that denial. Do you remember this? The ice cream truck. You forgot about that, right? Remember earlier, I asked what was the best day of your life? You forgot. That was like one of the best days in childhood, wasn't it? Can you still hear the truck? Like that music, it's just, it just makes you smile. And remember, when that truck, we'd hear it from miles away, and we'd go running in the house, screaming and yelling at our mother, please, mom, please, 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 can I have a dollar? Literally begging for our life just for that ice cream cone. Well, if you choose to do this work, this is what your life can look like. Imagine hearing that ice cream truck each and every day. And you go running into the house, screaming at your mother, begging for the dollar. But this time, this time, she leans down and she says, you know what, kid? Just buy the whole goddamn truck. (laughs) See, you not only remember your best days, you create days that you didn't even think were possible. Enjoy the journey.